Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. NCAA President Mark Emmert today asserted that he is, quote, especially frustrated and disappointed that the NCAA will not be proceeding this week with changes to NIL and one-time transfer legislation. However, Emmert insisted these changes still will occur. He said, quote, all of our college athletes are profoundly disappointed and, I suspect, even angry. But we need to make clear we're still committed. We're still determined to move forward with name, image, and likeness modernizations, and certainly with changing Division I transfer rules. We promise this to our students. We're going to get it done. We think we've done that already. We think we have it right, but it's been called into question. And so now we need to pause to answer those questions. But again, let me be clear. Our commitment to the modernization of our rules and doing what's best for our student-athletes remains resolute. UC Riverside appoints Senior Associate AD and Chief of Staff Wes Millette to the interim AD role. Chancellor Kim Wilcox said, quote, Wes joined UCR Athletics in 2018 and has done a great job for us over the past three years. I appreciate his willingness to step up in an important leadership role during a challenging time. In addition to leading UCR Athletics, Wes will work closely with me, the Athletics Working Group, and its chair, Brian Haynes, in the next phase of its work, determining the future of athletics at UCR. Utah President Ruth Watkins will step down in April to work for the nonprofit Strata Education Network, where she will serve as the president of Strata Impact and lead research efforts to improve access to college and degree completion. Aflac is the newest NCAA corporate sponsor after signing a three-year deal with CBS and Turner Sports. Aflac VP of Brand Strategy Insights and Advertising Valencia Mitchell said, quote, the NCAA's broad reach and massive loyal fan bases, including member colleges and universities, combined with the excitement that surrounds March Madness, provide an ideal platform for Aflac to connect directly with consumers in a unique way. And the Atlantic 10 inks a multi-year extension with NBC Sports for men's and women's basketball media rights. NBC Sports will continue to provide live, linear, and streaming coverage of more than 35 A-10 men's and women's basketball contests, including more than 25 regular season matchups and eight games of the A-10 men's basketball championship. North Dakota State AD Matt Larson says the Missouri Valley could possibly shuffle some games around to make sure teams can still play eight football games following Indiana State's decision to opt out of the season. Larson said, quote, one of the benefits of having 11 schools in the league is there are multiple buys against certain teams, so there might be an opportunity to reshuffle it or not. I think we're going to look at all those options and see if there's the ability to maintain the eight league games. AFCA Executive Director Todd Barry says the Ethics Committee has approached the NCAA about players faking injuries and calls it, quote, a really bad look. One potential punitive measure would be to charge teams with timeouts, and Barry also suggests a targeting one slash targeting two model, as coaches believe malicious intent is definable with targeting fouls. The Richmond Times dispatches David Teal submits the eye test will play a more significant role in filling out the NCAA men's basketball tournament, contending that the net and other computer rankings have, quote, never felt more peripheral. Duke head coach Mike Krzyzewski agrees, saying, quote, that's not going to be the way to do it, I don't think. Hopefully people get a good, every program gets a good number of games in where they can be judged and the NCAA, the committee will have to decide what is that judgment? How do you do that? Because it's so very difficult. Teal also notes that it's critical for selection committee members to be, quote, more diligent than ever in watching games and processing COVID-19's wide-ranging effect on teams. 
Sportico's Anthony Krupe reports that last night's college football playoff title game averaged 18.7 million viewers on ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPNU, and writes, quote, While that TV total omits the streaming contribution, the simulcast is on track to be the least-watched college football title tilt of the college football playoff or BCS era. In college football personnel news, Colorado has parted ways with defensive coordinator Tyson Summers, per ESPN's Adam Rittenberg, who reports, quote, hearing that Carl Durrell wants his own guy. The Athletics' David Ubin reports that, quote, former Auburn defensive coordinator Kevin Steele is coming to Tennessee as a defensive assistant on a two-year deal with no coordinator assignment. Derek Ansley is still Tennessee's D.C., and the chancellor did sign a contract today approving the hire. Former West Virginia, Michigan, and Arizona head football coach Rich Rodriguez is the new offensive coordinator at Louisiana Monroe, and Rodriguez's son will also transfer to the school. FIU taps former Texas State and James Madison head football coach Everett Withers for its defensive coordinator post. Withers spent this past season as an analyst at Texas. And Arizona will hire Alabama strength and conditioning assistant Tyler Owens to take over as the director of strength and conditioning. In COVID-19 news, Oregon men's basketball is pausing activities and will postpone upcoming matchups with Arizona and Arizona State. And Richmond is pausing men's basketball activities. Decisions about upcoming games have yet to be made. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Tuesday, January 12th. I'm Connor Newcomb reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.